0: And welcome to our May episode of OM Podcast. Today our podcast is actually going to be a little bit different. Um, I don't have another physical guest here on the show. Um, But I wanted to take the opportunity to share some writings from people who are connected to Ozark Mission Project and have a deep love for this organization. So when Ozark Mission Project had its 25th birthday. Um, A book was created and I know that um, several people worked on this book and um, it's called the Silver Anniversary Journal. And it has basically a a collection of writings from campers and cooks and drivers and um, board members and all just kind of sharing their different experiences of Ozark Mission Project. And uh, it's just kind of a, it was a really great way to document our history and um, just the memories from camp. So this is kind of our uh, our last month before the camp season actually begins. And I just kind of wanted to take the May episode to reflect on kind of where we've come from um, and share just, you know, some experiences that may have happened, you know, 25 years ago but uh or really even more at this point um we just had like a, I think this might be our 30s oh I don't want to get this wrong maybe 32nd summer I think uh <laughs> if I'm wrong someone like tell me that I'm wrong uh but I'm pretty sure it's like our 32nd or 33rd summer coming up and um so, yeah, these, you know, memories date back all the way to, to 1986. There were a, a limited number of copies that this created, so I know there's not, um, like, really a lot going around. Um, if you have one, I encourage you to, to let someone borrow it um, because it's just a great read and um, just a really great thing to, to look back on for sure. So, with all of that being said, I'm just going to uh, read today some of the, the memories that absolutely could not get through all of them. I've picked, like, four or five um, to kind of work through. And I'm just going to read, um, and I'll tell you, you know, with the title and uh, who it's by and, and how this each person served. So the first thing I'm going to share is um, titled 18, and it's by Lauren Bone Noble. And she was a college staff at Wayland Springs in 1986, the first campus. I remember very clearly being 18. If you are 18 and reading this, you most likely cannot imagine being 42, but inside of every 42 year old there is an 18 year old and 19 and 20 and so on. I remember the excitement as we put together the very first OMP camp. I remember vividly the feeling that those of us who were 18 had to stand up for the things we felt were important. Sometimes our ideas and the ideas of the adults seemed to clash. And the beautiful, amazing thing was that our ideas and voices were heard, a great gift to give a young person. To me, that is what abides, the knowledge that we, each of us, have within us the ability to make a difference. And the even deeper truth being that we all need each other. The young people, the adult campers, the staff, the neighbors, all the agencies and affiliated churches. OMP provides a place for us to connect as a community. Perhaps then, once camp is over and we return home, we can summon up that feeling of courage Whenever we encounter the opportunity to be our best, most fearless, kindest selves. Just like that 18-year-old I remember so well. Beautiful. Wow. Um, and it's just so awesome to know that this is, you know, written coming up on you know, 10 years ago, and it's still just so relevant and um thing I see so often is how much we all truly need each other. The next thing I'm going to read is titled Painting. It's Reflections of a Camper, Canfield Camp. Yeah, I've never heard of the Canfield Camp. Someone please educate me on this camp. It's in 1996 and it's by Jocelyn Ashley. Painting a house is one act I never thought would be a moving experience. I was wrong. The summer of 1996, I chose to attend Ozark Mission Project, or OMP, with my youth group from Conway First United Methodist Church. We traveled to a camp close to Louisville, Arkansas. This is also where I first heard of Stamps, Arkansas. We will come back to that bit of information in a little while. It was a hot, long, tiring drive from our town in central Arkansas. We arrived and settled into our bunks, just as we had done the year prior. We were assigned our crews, which were compiled of members of other churches around Arkansas. We were sent to paint the inside and outside of a home of an elderly woman. She lived on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. I really thought we might never find our way home. We began like every other OMP, We loaded our lunches, said our daily prayers, and set off for our journey. We arrived at the home, which was indeed need of more work than our small crew of seven or so could do in a month. We'd been instructed to paint the inside and outside of the home. Sounds easy, right? We were mistaken. We fought bees, insects that I had never even heard of, and snakes. Did I tell you that I am terrified of snakes? We worked for a day and were exhausted. I dreaded going back to the white frame house on the dirt road in this southern Arkansas town. I would soon change my attitude. Our second day on the job, we really got to know the lady we had been helping. She was a recent widow who had taken care of her ailing husband for a number of years. She had two children, but they had moved on to bigger and better endeavors, as she put it. Her children rarely came to visit her, and she was very lonely. She was struggling to make ends meet. She just wanted someone to talk to. She came to think of us as friends, and we became close to her. We were at her house from sunup to sundown. She was very kind and wanted to know all about our lives, all of us. The last day we were there, we saw her get into a change jar and start counting out quarters. We did not think a thing about it. She had an old car that would barely start and told us she would return shortly. About 30 minutes later, she returned with catfish, hush puppies, and drinks. Shock and amazement were two words that I would use to describe what we felt when she returned. She wanted to thank us for our hard work. We did not expect this at all. Our group sat down at her small kitchen table and held hands to say the blessing when she asked if she could say it for us on that day. She thanked the Lord for what he had given her and bringing us into her life. She thanked the Lord for those who are willing to give unconditionally. This showed me that the little gifts in life often mean the most. Next passage I'm going to share It's, um, oh gosh, this one. Okay. Um, so it's, I'm going to fangirl for a minute. Everybody, I feel like if you were a camper at OMP, you, you just remember your college staff and like the college staff who were serving, you know, when I was older, like my last couple of years, as a camper. They're close to my age and I, you know, consider them. Now, peers and friends, especially serving on different staffs with them um, after graduating high school. But there are also those college staff who were like there my first couple of years who are seriously, they hung the moon. And it's like that feeling that I felt when I was a camper that they were so cool. It absolutely has not gone away. And I feel so creepy, but um, this next one is from a college staffer who was a college staff at my very first OMP. She probably does not know I exist, that I live and breathe, but I do, and I know exactly who she is. And I remember, like, even what she shared about in worship, and she wasn't even my major group leader. I'm just being creepy, but, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to share this one. Okay, it's called Relationships, <laughs> and um, it's by Emily Bradley, and she was staff in 2010. I remember how incredibly nervous I was months before starting my first and only summer on college staff. I was freaking out about not being qualified enough to build a wheelchair ramp or a porch. I doubted if I was a strong enough Christian leader for what these campers needed to look up to. I worried constantly about what would happen if I didn't finish a job on time or if it wasn't done efficiently. I was like Thomas, doubting not only myself, but also God. When my first camp came around, it is not an exaggeration to say that I was a total basket case. Every day I would stress about not getting this project done or having to drive all over South Arkansas to see my groups or not having all the lumber that we needed. I was constantly focused on these projects and I drained myself emotionally, physically, and spiritually. By the end of that camp, I realized something life-changing. Every time I struggled, I never sought after God for help. I tried to do everything on my own. This was not only applicable to my week at OMP, but to my life. I learned that without God, I am nothing. But with God, I am everything. That is something so powerful that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. That same summer, God taught me yet another amazing lesson. By my third camp, I felt as though I had this whole college staff routine down. God had helped me to stay calm in stressful situations, given me energy when I needed it, and confidence when I began to doubt myself. I can honestly say that this was the first camp all summer where I stopped worrying about the project and focused on the relationships of OMP. I began to build relationships with the neighbors. I opened my eyes, my mind, and my heart into their lives. But I believe the most important relationships that I built that helped me to be transformed for the glory of God was the relationship I built with my campers. I wasn't just their major group leader. I was their friend. And I met some of the most amazing teenagers that truly inspired me to be a better person and a better Christian. They all had huge hearts that I'm not sure I could quite possibly fit inside their chest. <laughs> Although they are the ones who are supposed to be looking up to me, I really looked up to them. By the end of this camp, I didn't want it to be the end. I wanted to take these campers with me to the next camp. But on Friday night, when everyone was exchanging family group gifts, almost every single one of them had given me a piece of them to take with me. Family gifts were always something I loved getting at o You could stick them in your closet forever and stumble upon them one day and remember the amazing memories you made. I could not believe how many gifts I had received by the end of the night, but it wasn't the quantity of gifts that made them so special to me. It was the words of inspiration written on the gifts. As I went through reading them all one by one, I could not help but feel so amazingly blessed. God showed me the impact that I had made on the lives of these campers. I learned that by building these relationships at OMP, we inspire each other, grow together in Christ, and strengthen one another. Ah, it was so good. I love that one. Um, I also feel like if you have ever served on college staff, you can, I mean, wow. Like that is, I feel like the college staff experience. Very, very relatable. Um, I mean, at least for me. And I feel like a lot of people, it's, so easy to get overwhelmed by the projects and just a a level of responsibility that I feel like at that point in your life you maybe haven't had, um, but by the end you really do just come out totally transformed and so, um, all of the, you know, future college staff who are hopefully preparing to, um, serve and start an amazing summer, the best summer of your life, um, if you're listening, uh, really take those words to heart and know that, um, yes, it can be stressful, but don't doubt yourself and, and be confident because you're here and and you're serving for a reason, 100%. The next piece I'm going to share is titled Mount Eagle, and it is written by Dewey Dykes, and, um, let's see, he served as a college staffer, uh, from 2003 to 2005. I think he's I know he's definitely served as um, director in several other roles, but here he's he's listed for his um, college staff contributions. And he wrote, Mount Eagle is where I made two of my fondest OMP memories. The camp itself was located at the Mount Eagle Retreat Center near Clinton and Shirley, just north of Conway in Stone County in 2005. As of 2008, 19.4% of Stone County residents live below the poverty line. This number is roughly in line with the other counties served by the camp at Mount Eagle. Van Buren County has a rate of 18.3%, and Searcy County contained 24% of its residents living below the poverty line. Even with this tremendous amount of need within the area, one of the first things I remember about the camp is the amount of difficulty that our staff had finding anyone that was interested in having us come and work for them. This area is made up of people who are not really interested in handouts from us. More often than not, the staff would ask neighbors to do us the favor of letting us work for them just so we would have something for the kids to do. As a result of this difficulty, the staff was forced to widen the boundaries within which the camp would operate, and Mountain View became a part of our camp. Wow, that's, sorry, side note, that's really widening. That's very interesting. Um, Okay, Mountain View is the county seat of Stone County, but lies nearly an hour away from the camp due to the twisty roads and the mountains in north-central Arkansas. Hank Godwin and I spent a day in Mountain View doing first visits we were having a very hard time getting very far. On our last visit of the day, we met a family of grandparents and three grandchildren that lived in a small trailer. On the form, the agency worker had written that they needed a wheelchair ramp. When we arrived, they kept telling us that they simply needed more space. Since I sometimes lack vision, I kept pushing on with the wheelchair ramp, since that's what the form said. Hank, on the other hand, had other ideas. He pulled me aside and suggested that we give them more room. Still not understanding, I asked what he meant, and he said that he was talking about building an addition onto the house. I believe my reaction was to look at him like he had lost his mind. In typical Hank fashion, he began spouting off the ideas he had already hatched, which included all of the plans for the room, including the window and AC unit he was planning on installing. Within about two minutes, we had confirmed a five-day project to build a 12 by 12 addition to the house, including a 21-foot wheelchair ramp, which was the original project. As we began to build the supply list for this single project, I began to feel overwhelmed. All the lumber, the fiberglass insulation, linoleum picking out windows, all the little extra things that go into room construction... Hank kept saying that everything would be fine and that he would be with the family group that pulled the job the entire week. I also had concerns that the family group would get along onto the job site and throughout the roughly two hours of driving they would have to do per day. Luckily, the family group was fantastic, and they all got along together very well. So why is this project one of my fondest memories? To put it very simply, because of the grandparents who lived there. Having raised their own children, they were now raising their grandchildren because they were removed from their parents for numerous reasons. They were both incredibly strong and it felt amazing to be able to provide them with a show of God's love for them. In the end, this project is the one that I am most proud of in the 12 years that I have been involved with OMP. Everything seemed to go right with the project. In spite of all the worries that I had before camp started, the family group worked together like a dream and included all three of the grandkids in the work. One of them had a birthday that week, so Hank and the family group bought a birthday cake for him, and they had a big celebration. Above all, when I think about my trips to visit that family group, the word that comes to my mind is joy. I like to think that we were able to bring happiness to that family, which had endured a good bit of suffering. I think of how the kids would light up when they came to talk to the campers as they worked, or how the family group looked on Friday as they were bringing the project to a close after looking so nervous on Monday morning when I told them what the project would be. While I've not been back to that house since that Friday afternoon, I like to think that they are still just as happy and are reminded of God's love for them every time they set foot on the wheelchair ramp into their house. My other fond memory of that camp was Thursday night worship at Mount Eagle. Nobody on staff knew how to play guitar, and we were scrambling to find someone that was not a camper so that family groups could sit together during worship. I called Travis Sch- Tra- I'm so sorry, I already butchered that. I called Travis Schmidt who I had been on staff with the previous summer, and he agreed to drive from Van Buren to the camp to lead worship. He was a lifesaver. We decided to have worship outside that night on a bluff that overlooks the river below. Once dark, we moved from sharing in the dining hall outside the bluff, and Travis began singing and leading the camp in worship. It was a calm, warm summer night. A bit humid, but nothing too bad. We were surrounded by trees with a light wind. One of the things I admire about Travis was the simple, no frills way he would lead camp worship. He went about the business of worshiping in a way that I can only hope to someday emulate. On his final song before the end of worship, he began the song, I Lay Me Down. It's a slow song that builds and builds over the course of time that you sing it. It normally reaches its crescendo with Travis reaching deep down into himself and bringing forth a voice that nobody could possibly expect. Countless times during worship, the entire camp would be so caught off guard by the absolute beauty of his cry. The lyrics are, And freedom is now the cry of my heart that the only thing to do was to simply wander at the beauty of worship and its ability to move within people. Something was different about the night at Mount Eagle, though. As the song started, the wind picked up a bit. As we sang and grew louder, the wind picked up more, and by the time the song reached the point that Travis began his loudest voice, the wind was whipping around us tremendously loud. It grew louder and louder and louder until the song stopped, and as soon as Travis muted his strings, the wind died completely. It was an experience like no other I have had in my entire life and completely changed the way in which I look at worship. I saw it as the very earth crying out and worship to the Lord, as it is suggested in Luke 19 when Jesus says that even the stones will cry out. When I began writing this article, it took me a bit to really think back and reflect upon what happened to me during that camp. I'm really, really glad that this was the camp that I was asked to write about because I just feel so much happiness when I think about it. That's just one more reason why I love Ozark Mission Project so much. I can only think of happy memories, cherished friendships, and a longing to be closer to God through service from everyone I've met through it. So, that's funny, um, the very first memory that Dewey shared, I've heard that story so many times, um, from Hank, and every time he tells it, I just get goosebumps, um, but it was really, it's just really cool to hear it from Dewey's perspective. Um, I'm, I'm, when, hopefully when I have Hank on the podcast, I will make sure that he shares, um his memories of, of that same project, because it's, it's truly amazing, <laughs> Andy, when he said, um, he started sharing his, like, in Hank fashion, sharing his plan." it's really funny to me, if you know Hank, you know, um, that that's what he does, <laughs> always, always has a plan. So, the very last, uh, piece I'm going to share, it's, um, it's so cute. I like, I just wish that this is almost our anthem. Um, <laughs> maybe we can turn it into like a song or something. It's, it's really cool. Uh, it's titled We and Reflections of FUMC Camden Showerhouse Neighbor 2011. And it's by Gary Grimes. We are on a mission to help, you see. We left our comfort and cool AC. We'll fix a step, we'll mow some grass. We'll build a ramp to give access. We'll sweat and grunt and push and hold. We'll bring up blisters like kids of old. We'll hammer and saw and paint with a brush. We'll hit our thumbs, but we won't cuss. We'll go to a stranger's home for showers. We'll be glad, but they just aren't ours. We'll lay down on the hard church floor. We'll toss and flop and groan some more. We'll get some sleep, but not enough. (laughs) We'll say it ain't easy, this missionary stuff. We'll rise up early when they tell us to. We'll eat a bite, and when we're through, we'll go back to those jobs and more. We'll know now what we have in store. We'll do it again, four more days. We'll be blessed in many, many ways. We'll wonder why we feel so great. We'll wonder why and contemplate. We'll then know the how and why. We'll then know why we feel so high. We'll understand that the things we do are what Jesus told us to. Ah, I love it. So great. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing uh, just a little bit um, from the, the 25th Silver Anniversary book. Um, and I hope that you guys are all looking ahead towards the summer. Um, I hope that you are able to join us um, for the camp season. If you're not, um please just be in prayer for the campers, for our staff, for our neighbors, um everyone who who has a hand in Ozark Mission project. Um, the summer is is a busy time. It's a big undertaking. Uh, and I'm just amazed every year at the incredible transformations and accomplishments and relationships and love uh, that that I see every single summer. so i'm I'm excited and and I hope you guys are all excited too. Uh, before I close today, I'm just gonna say um, a quick prayer. So if you would join me. Father God, thank you so much for Oth our Commission project. Thank you for our staff, for our volunteers, for our college students who will be leading this summer. Lord, thank you for our youth directors, our campers, our cooks, our host churches, our neighbors. Lord, I just pray that you have your hand of safety over all of those people who are participating, and it was our mission project this summer. God, I pray that everyone is able to arrive at camp with an open heart, an open mind, ready to witness your incredible works through us. God, I just pray for all of us who are preparing for camp and that you are with us as we Begin this journey through the summer. We love you and we thank you. Amen. Alright, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys next month. Like be more kind, my friends. Try to be more kind. It has decided that it's going to lose its mind. Be more kind, my friend. Try to.